Hey guys, I'm Eric McLean. And I'm Kelly Gramlich. It's time to talk some ACC football. Let's go. What is up, guys? Happy Friday. The first round is over. A little bit shocking, KG. There was some crazy things that happened throughout really the entire first round of this draft here. Uh, we are recording this. It's 1130 at night. Uh, you guys will hear this tomorrow. Um, I have like a severe pollen attack. It's yeah. way past KG's bedtime. Way um, past. So, so this this is uh, not like an emergency pod, but... It, it kind of is. It kind of is. So, um, KG, let's just dive into it. We had four guys drafted. Uh, we thought six were in play. We kind of guaranteed. It was KG's guarantee uh, that we would have four at least. And uh, we, we met that. So we, we, we got it done. We did. And right here in episode 169, as we're wrapping up the NFL draft, wrapping up the first round, we will have a full recap of the whole NFL draft on Monday. And we expect to see a lot of guys from all over the ACC taken in the second and third round and beyond. So that's going to be very interesting, including a couple of guys that weren't taken tonight. Andrew Booth from Clemson, Sam Howell from North Carolina, not selected. But let's focus on the four that were taken out of the Atlantic Coast Conference. How about Big Icky? Icky Iquanu, sixth to the Panthers. He's from Charlotte. That is a great story. Of course, played at NC State. So that's awesome. Zion Johnson, who Mac has been telling the world about before the world even knew, 17th, way higher than most people projected to the Chargers. Kenny Pickett, 20th to the Steelers. Such a great story. It felt like once the pick started happening that that was going to happen once we got into the teens. And then Jermaine Johnson, defensive end from FSU, falling 26th to the Jets, but four guys taken. So let's start at the top with Big Icky. It, it felt like, Mac, the Panthers, which at times they reach for certain guys. You know, we've seen it happen. Icky was the best guy at six. Some would argue he was, you know, should have been drafted higher. From what I was seeing on Twitter, he was number one on the Panthers board all along. The best way to upgrade your passing game, Mac, without getting a new quarterback is to upgrade your offensive line. Am I right? No, I don't think there's any question. And, and, you know, for those that are maybe asking how did this happen, how did we get here, I think what kind of changed everything was Houston taking uh, Stingley at three. You know, I think a lot of people thought Houston was going to take an offensive lineman, uh, offensive tackle in particular, and that would have been Neal or Icky. And when that didn't happen – I think that kind of threw a weird wrinkle, you know, down the line, specifically looking at the Giants, who that was like the lock for Icky yeah. at five, is okay, they had five and seven. Every single offensive tackle was still available. So I think they just went with best available to them, number one on their board. And, and that was Thibodeau. So, you know, they they kind of got a perfect situation for themselves. And I think a, a, a just a dream come true for the Panthers to get a guy in Icky who is from Charlotte, hometown kid. Went to NC State, as you just mentioned, and just the fact that, you know, that they had options and they chose that guy, I think it proves even more just how good he is. And we've mentioned time and time again, Icky is plug and play from day one, multiple different positions. So it's going to be fascinating to see. I, I think it's a no-brainer, KG, that he's at left left tackle there. I yeah. think he is an instant upgrade to the entire 
offensive line, the mentality that he is going to have. Uh, it's just really special. So excited for him, excited for his family. I mean, how cool is that, that everybody just gets to stay where they are? I mean, it's super, super cool for them. Great situation. And uh, Icky coming back to the 704. It's an awesome situation. And you could tell his family, his parents were super excited. The fact that your son, you know, could have ended up in New York, could have ended up all over the place and is going to be playing in Charlotte. That is so cool. How about the fit, though, too, KG? The the Nigerian yes, kind of love. Yes, I loved it. That was big time. I thought the way that he was kind of describing I thought it was going to be super subtle. It was not. It was full-blown. No. And uh, the whole family in, in awesome wardrobe, awesome attire. I, I loved it. I, I thought that was super cool, and it was very drippy uh, from Big Yes. Icky. <laughs> yes, indeed. I agree, Mac. Now, the other, the big news for the Panthers is that if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, which, you know, if you're a Panthers fan, knock on wood, to have Icky to run behind is big. And so that's, they've been looking for a left tackle for a while, the Panthers have. So what happens at QB? Who knows? But at least whoever's back there will be better protected. This seems like the ideal situation for Icky. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And you, and you talk about, okay, that QB situation is it a Sam Howell in the second round or third round? Oh, is it Malik Willis? You know, there's going to be really interesting options now that we're out of this first round. And if not, is it a Baker Mayfield? You know, what what are what are the Panthers going to do? Because I, I've got to imagine it isn't stay how they are. I just we we've heard too much. We've had, I think it was offensive coordinator say, we're good. We got a quarterback. In 10 seconds later, he's yeah. like, uh, I actually like, wait, shouldn't have said that. What uh, <laughs> was a silly, silly situation. So I have to imagine that in these next two rounds, we're going to see some type of move from uh, from Charlotte, from the Panthers, uh, for, for them to get a quarterback. Mac, why take Baker when you can take baby Baker and pay him a lot less money? I agree. I totally agree. Oh. Baby Baker with a much more stable mind. I totally yes, agree. Yes, we've talked about that on the pod. And I wonder how... The fans listening and, and the ACC fans in general will feel about Icky blocking for Sam Howell. But you know what? All those <laughs> things go out the window when you get to the next level. Mac, a guy that you and I were texting the whole draft and a guy that I legitimately got out of my seat. This was the one that really, and of course, pick it later on. But Zion Johnson, 17th to the Chargers. Just unbelievable for him. Uh, we We were seeing mock drafts where he was projected in the mid-20s, the late 20s, perhaps to the Cowboys, somewhere around there. But the Chargers went and got him, and they need people to protect Justin Herbert. They have a young, exciting, super effective quarterback, and they need right guard, they need right tackle. And look, Zion can do it all. They do have a center, Mac. I thought that was interesting. They have Corey Lindsley, who um, has been a center for them for a while. So perhaps Zion won't be playing too much center to start. That surprised me a bit. But overall, this I think this just speaks to Zion, how impressive he was in interviews and how good he's been on the field. Yeah, what a, what a great situation, number one. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm very excited for Zion. I think this is going to be an awesome fit. And, and you're, at, you're at a contender. You know, you're at a, a young core team in the Chargers that have the quarterback of the future in Justin Herbert. And as you mentioned, a, a very capable center uh, that can take you under his wing. You can play guard, learn how to do some center from him, and then when the time is necessary, probably make that transition. But, man, super excited for Zion to go top 20 uh, at 17, uh, to go out to L.A. I mean, this guy's a computer whiz. He's going to thrive in the Silicon Valley area in L.A., all that's going on out there. 
Um, so can't wait to see his future. I, I love the fit. Uh, again, plug and play. That, that's what you look for in, in this round. And unless it's you know a quarterback that maybe is going to sit and figure it out and, and behind a vet, uh, all these guys are expected to play and play immediately. And I think that's what we're going to see from Zion. So it's going to be interesting to see position, what happens. Is there going to be some free agency moves? But I think he's going to start at guard. Uh, they drafted a, an awesome offensive tackle last year in Slater uh, from Northwestern, who was a freak. Uh, so to see those two guys potentially right next to each other, man, look out. L.A. is uh, they've got some fun stuff going, the Chargers. And I felt like I don't know why, maybe because he played at B.C., but in the coverage that I was watching tonight, I don't think they did enough with Zion's story. The fact that this guy was a zero star recruit went to Davidson College and played and then found his way to BC and then went to the first round, basically out of his own sheer will and work ethic. Like, that's incredible. I get that it's not a flashy story. It's not a, maybe not a tearjerker. I don't know. But I just felt like that should have been talked about more, Mac. Well, well, this is really interesting. What, uh, What coverage were you watching? I was flipping. I was flipping back and forth. Which one talked about it? Uh, ABC. Okay, ABC did I figured a good job. ABC. So college, the college game day guys, yeah, they, I mean, that's what you need to watch. They were on it. Listen, this, this isn't NFL yet. So I trust the guys who have been watching them that makes their sense. entire career. That makes sense. They did a great job. Reese and the boys uh, always deliver. Uh, it was really, really fun to watch those guys. Just again, because they've seen them for you know five to three to six in some instances years uh, with the COVID year and Kenny Pickett. So you know, it, it was a fun coverage. They did a good job of, of telling a story. I was really flipping. So maybe I just missed that part with Zion, but I was checking out everyone's everyone's <laughs> stuff. I just, his story is great. And I think he's just going to thrive. So congrats no to question. Zion. Okay. A story that we've talked about a lot is Kenny Pickett. 20th to the Steelers. Mr. Fake Slide. He's staying home. Sounds like he'll be able to compete with Mitch Trubisky right away. It's so funny that the two hopefuls to lead one of the biggest franchises in the NFL are two ACC guys in Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett, which is going to be great. But Mac, I just feel like this, this fit makes a lot of sense. And the Steelers, they, they didn't trade up. They, they waited and they were like, okay, if he's there at 20, we're going to take him. But watching the content, watching Tomlin and his reaction, it sounds like they're, they were really locked in on Kenny Pickett. And Mac, I don't think he has to change lockers. I think he can just <laughs> walk down the hall. That seems like a pretty good situation for our guy, Kenneth. You, you know, I was going to say, I feel really bad for Kenny because he has such a long commute to get yeah, to his new tough. home. Uh, unbelievable. And, and I thought the funniest quote of the night was uh, Coach Tomlin, and, and he's saying, we traveled the country to look for all these guys, and little did I know we could have just walked across the hallway yep. and got our guy. And and absolutely what you said is true. It sounded like they thought there was no shot that he was going to be there, and it wasn't even in their plans. And then you look up, and KP's right there. Well, let's take him. Let's go. We've seen him for you know 100 years now. We know what he is. Um, I love the situation. I, I, I thought really – Man, mid-football season when things were kind of shaken out and we kind of knew the draft order and, and who was going to need what. And after you know Big Ben announced his retirement, I said, man, KP to the Steelers would be so much fun. And then, of course, he keeps climbing and we hear about you know him being quarterback one and all these things. I said, well, he might not be available. So I thought it was interesting that unlike normal years, we see people reaching like crazy for quarterbacks that didn't quite happen. I think this is a tremendous situation. If you talk to EJ... Uh, if you talk to any quarterback that has played in the league, they will tell you situation and fit is is so important. And for K 
Kenny to go to a stable program to honestly one of the best franchises in the NFL and in regards to how they handle their business, how they treat people, things of that nature. This is a grand slam. I mean, Kenny should be doing backflips that he got selected here, not only just because he you know, doesn't have to change apartments, but the fact that it is so stable, I think it's going to be just a, a really good fit. And I think they're going to give him a chance early and often. That, that seems what every quote that I saw was, is that this is a competitive league. This is a competitor's league, and that's what we're going to do. We have three guys that we think uh, can go out there and get the starting spot, and I would not be surprised at all if Kenny week one is the guy that runs out there. First of all, shout out to Kenny for coming on our podcast more than anyone. I think he's been on three times, if that's if I'm right on that. So we appreciate him very much. But I remember when we first had him on at the beginning of last season when they were about to play Tennessee, and there was some hype about Kenny because he had played well early. But it, people still thought, okay, they're just not playing anybody, and and we'll see what happens. And he told the story about Peyton Manning, how he was able to get advice from Peyton Manning. He got a fourth or fifth round grade. The year before, Peyton Manning advised him, go back to school, do it. And he goes back to school and everything changes. And he's a first round pick. And what's crazy to think about all of this, Mac, and I don't mean this to be controversial because in many ways there there are no positives to COVID. Okay, I get that. So many people suffered from COVID in different ways. But there are silver linings. I mean, Kenny Pickett would not be a first round pick without the coronavirus. Right. Think yeah. about that. No, I mean you're you're absolutely right. It's it's crazy to say that, but it's it's true. And the opportunity for a lot of young men and throughout this draft that we'll see, um, Zion in particular, he he was a, a guy that benefited from that. He he would have had to have leave last year, and I'm not sure he would have been a first round pick either. So I'm right there with you. I think again, situationally. Pittsburgh is going to have to do a bunch in this draft. They need to, you know, get some guys and protect him, uh, and then maybe even get a, another weapon or two. Uh, but y- you can't be more excited for the off the field and, and how things are going to be handled by franchise that drafted you. Uh, just once again, super excited for KP. Mr. Fake Slide, he's going to uh, not move very far, right down the hall That's to right. the Steelers. And, and just a little advice, do not fake slide in the NFL. Um, no. Number one, you'll probably kill get you. killed. Number two, you'll get fined like half your contract. So don't do that. <laughs> but still, he will forever be known as Mr. Fake That's Slide, right. at least to me. Okay, Mac, how about the, the final guy taken in the first round tonight? Jermaine Johnson, defensive end, ACC Defensive Player of the Year from Florida State, 26th to the Jets. This was so interesting, and it was fascinating to hear as I was flipping, Mac. I kept hearing Booger and Lewis Riddick talk about how what's going on, right? It may be something's happening. Maybe something's been uncovered or whatever. I saw a few tweets from certain draft experts that said, Jermaine Johnson isn't falling. He's just been overhyped by the media. Now, maybe some of that hype came from the Senior Bowl where he blew up, and we were there, Mac. We saw it firsthand. He blew up so much his agent said, bro, you can't play in this game. Like you've blown up so much. You can't even play in this game to risk getting hurt. How surprised were you, Mac? And, and what do you think was the story there of why he fell? Yeah, I, I was I was shocked, um, quite frankly, just because, I mean, I, I hear what, what folks might have been saying, overhyped, this and that, but I saw it with my own eyes. Like it, I know it's real, and I saw it for an entire season, and the things that he's able to do, um, it's a weird league. Uh, we just saw a young man and – Cole Strange with nothing bad against him, but I also saw him get dominated in the Senior Bowl week. He just got picked in the first round to the Patriots. 
Probably thought he would go fourth round at best. Uh, so th- this is a strange league, a weird league, and uh, th- these things happen. Um, but I-, I think Jermaine is going to use it for absolute fuel. Um, even though it's a first round pick, you know, it's still, right. he still you know, looked really excited, yeah, which I yeah, thought was great. You exactly. Know? But I guarantee when he gets in that locker room, uh, he's going to make people pay, you know, for the fact that he wasn't a top 10 guy that, that, that he had to sit there and wait. Um, and, and I can't wait to see it, you know, because guys like that, I think are already so motivated just because of his story and, and everything that he wants to accomplish. But now you're adding something to the bank. You're adding something to that shoulder to, to even be a bigger chip. Um, I think he's going to have a great year. Now, it's going to be interesting schematically to see what do the Jets do with him because I, I believe uh, that they run kind of a 3-4 defense and, and have guys all over the field. So it will be really interesting to see. Is he going to be outside linebacker? Will he be a, a true defensive end? Um, so so that will be fun. Uh, but it, it's certainly going to be fireworks, I think, for uh, Mr. Johnson. It's a weird thing to say that I thought the Jets had a very good first round. And they had a great first way round. Way to go, Jets. I mean, we're all proud of <laughs> yeah. you. And they the fact great. that they were able to get Jermaine Johnson at 26, they're, they're sitting there like, did that really just happen? That yeah. We'll take it and run. Thank you. So great situation for the Jets. I saw a stat the other day, Mac, that I believe over the last decade, the two worst franchises in the NFL are the Giants and the Jets. In the biggest market. I thought they both did great in this first Yes, (laughs) but in the biggest market in the country, that's just, that's baffling in many ways. Let's look ahead here to the second round, Eric McLean. Who do you, in second and third rounds are today, as we're recording this um, tonight, but I don't know what day, Thursday night, who knows, it's way past my bedtime. (laughs) What day is it? Way past my bedtime. (laughs) But I think Andrew Booth and Sam Howell are who we're looking at that we think have a very good chance to come off the board in the second round and in the third round too. I don't think there's any question about that. I think Andrew Booth should. I mean, here we go with with crazy things that are happening. I think he should go with, with any of these, you know, first couple of picks. I think the Buccaneers, I think the Vikings, uh the Titans or even the the Giants would, would be a great pick there. I think we we might also see another quarterback come pretty early, you know, whether it's going to be the Titans uh, or the the Houston Texans. Uh, that could be Sam Howe. It could be Desmond Ritter. It could be Malik Willis. Uh, will be very interesting to see there. And even the Seahawks uh, at eight in the second round, which actually I guess is about forty. Uh, and they have back to back. So will be very interesting to see. You know wh- where do those guys go? Does anybody else creep into the second round from the ACC? Does a Justin Ross mm. make big time strides? Does what a Jelani about your boy? Woods? I was going to say Jelani Woods. So it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, just who makes noise, who comes up and, and does big things. But I think the third round will be a really, really big round for the ACC. Right. And the second and third are on Friday. A, a guy that I saw in quite a few mock drafts that I looked at that we haven't mentioned, Amari Barno from yep. Virginia yep. Tech. He's he's yep. an athletic pass rusher that I think could go. Justin Ross, I saw in one of the mocks, I saw a Ty Chandler appearance. I saw a Damari Mathis appearance. I saw a Mario Goodrich appearance. So I think those guys, if they end up in the third round, would be a little bit of a surprise. Those guys sound a little more like fourth round guys, but those are some names to keep an eye on. Yeah, and, and with the, I mean, with this wide receiver market being so hot, I mean, right. guys might start being chosen earlier, you know, than maybe they would. So even maybe a, a Mecca Mezzi sneaks yep. in you know, to the third round. So it's going to be fun to watch. There's going to be a ton more guys selected, obviously. Uh, And Monday, guys, we will break it all down. We're going to get after it uh, all seven rounds. We'll have a full kind of recap for you guys. We'll talk about biggest surprises, 
uh, best fits, all those different things. Can't wait to break fits it all down. Fits and fits. Fits and, fits and outfits. And fit? Oh, gosh. You know I what I liked, Matt? Well, let me just ask you right now okay, because I think I think all the ACC guys were chosen that were there. Mm-hmm. Give, give, me your, give me your top fit. Ranking? Yeah. Icky won. I mean, Icky okay. just brought it. With the white suit, like with the ode to Nigeria, loved yep. it. Yep. Jermaine, too, the, the yellow blazer that also had the, the logos of all the Teams. schools that he had played at, that was cool. Yeah. And you know what I liked? And I felt like this really reflected the person. I thought Zion Johnson looked like he was ready to go, um, like, run a, a board meeting. And to me, that's very Zion. Like, that's that fits him perfectly. And then Kenny Pickett did I, – I love Kenny Pickett, but he did the trend that I'm really starting to hate what these Gen Z guys do where they just wear a suit with a T-shirt. I don't understand that, Mac. I at least put on a, a butt down. I mean, you don't need a tie, but you're not a you're not a fan. I mean, you're not a fan like of the t-shirt. It's like you're wearing like a dry fit t-shirt under a suit that I know costs a lot of money. <laughs> I don't understand it. I just I can't get behind it. So that's my rankings. I, okay, I, I understand that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I agree with it, but I understand the the t-shirt. Are you? I, I think it Mac, looks. Are you becoming cool. an advocate of the t-shirt under the suit? I think situationally, <gasps> it, it's cool. I don't know if draft night I would have done it, but. I have done it before. I've done it before. Oh, no. um, it, yeah, it's I a pretty cash were, look. I thought you it's were a above this. Look. <laughs> I didn't think you uh, were I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Icky one with you. I'm going Icky. Uh, I'm going Jermaine two, KP three, and then Zion admittedly so said that it was gonna be but pretty he basic. Good. It was very. I didn't clean. say it looked bad. I didn't say it looked bad. But Kenny's it's okay like, to be huh, number four. Which Nike four, dry four. fit do I put under this blazer? <laughs> <laughs> My man's trying to get an NIL deal, man. Come on. He's trying with to figure what? it out. White t-shirts. With Nike. No, with Nike. It's a it's a dry fit. <laughs> He's just trying to make it happen. He's just trying to make it happen. All right, guys. We need to go to bed. Uh, this is a great episode. Thank you for listening. Cannot wait to see the rest of this draft. Monday morning, we'll be right here, back with you guys. Uh, do us a favor. Go over to Spotify. Go over to Apple Podcasts. Wherever you listen to your podcast, subscribe rate, review, write us something. It's always fun to hear from you guys. But until next time, we'll see y'all.